Hey everybody, it's Enrica and welcome to the third episode of Chasing Christ. I am so happy and excited to be back and to just talk to you guys because I love, love, love when I upload videos because I just feel like there's so much good feedback and so many different people come to me and they're like, oh my gosh, I love your podcast. And honestly, I don't know how you guys listen to my voice, but I am so grateful for all of you guys who do. And in today's episode, I'm very, very excited because it's a topic that I wanted to talk about for a while now. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about grace and what does it mean and how does it apply to us? What is it? And yeah, so let's just get right into it. So when we talk about grace, it's something that you have to understand that grace is basically a summary of the whole gospel. Jesus Christ dying on the cross is literally grace. And what I mean by that is that the day that Jesus Christ was crucified on that cross, that was the washing of our sins. That was the grace that we needed to live upon. Because you have to understand that the the death that Christ suffered That death was meant for all of us. It wasn't meant for only him, but instead he took it upon himself and was like, you know what? I'm going to take this burden from them. And that was grace. That's an example of what Christ grace is. And grace, it describes God's unfailing love and unconditional love for everybody. His grace is sufficient for everybody, for everything You can always find grace in God. And a common question that people will say, well, is how do I receive grace? And basically receiving grace is a gift. Grace is a gift. You can't buy it, not with your works, not with anything that you do. You can't buy it with money. But grace is a gift that comes with accepting Jesus Christ. So when you accept Jesus Christ into your life, you're basically telling him, okay, You paid the price for me on the cross that day. So your grace is going to cover all of my sins, all of my mistakes, every single hatred in my body, anything that is keeping me from him, that is going to be grace. And you can only receive grace through Jesus Christ. You have to understand that God is merciful. He is a very merciful God. And that is why he sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die on that cross for us because he knew that we were never going to be able to attain any kind of favor from him without grace grace is receiving something that you do not deserve that is what grace is grace is god looking at us and being like you know you guys deserve death but nah you nah that's what grace is and Grace is one of those things where you can't get the wrong idea of it because it can easily be something that people like to manipulate. And I'm going to get into that later. But like I said, grace is one of those things that is so hard to accept because it's just like, what do you mean I deserve the worst? But instead, I don't have to deal with it. And, you know, since... Grace is sufficient, and what that means is that any sin that you've committed, any crime that you've committed, anything that you've done that's outside of the will of God for your life or in general, 
God covered that at the cross. And I feel like people get confused because they're like, okay, well, if there's grace, why do I need to repent? If there's grace, why do I need to keep a godly life? Like, why can't I just continue sinning and just let grace cover it? And that is how people manipulate grace and turn it into something that it's not. Because grace is there when we need it because we're human and we make mistakes. I know I say that a lot on this podcast, but it's the truth. We're human. And obviously, we're going to make mistakes. And that is what grace is used for. But when you decide to continue willingly sinning against God, sinning against your own body, sinning against others, and then expect to flip out that grace card, you're wrong. That is not how that works. God is not a God that you can take advantage of. He is merciful. He is graceful, but he is not an idiot. Let's get that straight. God is not an idiot and he knows everything and every motive of us. So... To give you an example, let's say there's a sin that you've struggled with for a very long time and you've repented for it and you're like, God, help me. I don't want to keep sinning anymore. Like, I can't keep doing this. And you're you're actually trying every single day to disregard this sin and live without it. And one day you have a very terrible day and you fall into that sin there, just know that there is grace for you because God sees your willing heart. God sees that you are not trying to let this sin become a part of your life, but instead you're pushing it away. And I feel like whenever we fall into sin, we, we, we isolate ourselves and put ourselves in this place where we just feel like, oh my gosh, God is so mad at me. God hates me. Um, I'm so shamed. I'm so bitterful. I'm so ashamed. I don't want to be around God because I know he's mad at me. And then that's where grace comes in. God looks at us with favor and he says, you know what? You fell and you're going to keep falling. But instead of you continuing to repeat this pattern, you have a repentant heart. Here's my grace. Keep going. So be it. When you are continuing to do and commit the same sin over and over and over again, that is when you start to take advantage of God's grace. It is not something that we can just pull every single time we want to get away with a sin, okay? I like to think of grace as not a backup plan, but not something that is to be manipulated because God knows the difference. And if you truly want to turn away from something, God can see that and he will definitely give you the way out. But if you're just using him to live on in the world, that's a whole different topic that I am going to get into, not in this episode, but in the next episode about living in the world and what the dangers of it are. But like I said, his grace is sufficient. So if you're struggling with a certain sin or you're struggling with a past addiction, if you're struggling with your past things that you've done that you're not proud of, I want you to know right now that there's grace for that. And God does not look at you and label you as your sin. He looks at you as his child and wants to take you in. Oh my gosh, I rhymed. I didn't even mean to do that. But like I said, that's what his grace is for. And 
we all need grace. Like I said in my last episode, we all need God's grace in some way in our lives. And we can seek that grace through Jesus Christ. So when you really think about the kind of people that we are and the things that we do, there's no denying that we do need grace. We need him desperately. So I have a verse that I want to share that relates to exactly what we're talking about in this episode. And it says, For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not of your own doing. It is the gift of God, not as a result of works, so that no one may boast. Ephesians 2, verse 8 through 9. And what Paul was trying to say when he said that we've been saved by grace and not by works I want everybody to understand that there is nothing that you can do that can guarantee your salvation other than accepting Christ. Because so many people believe that, you know, a lot of people in like the Christian community and like, I feel like this is something that is also with like the older generation, like no offense, but a lot of people believe that their good works are what gets them into heaven. Like if they give to charity if they read their Bible 10 times a day, if they pray 10 times a day, don't curse, if they don't go out. And like all that is great because like I said, like don't get me wrong, faith without works is dead. But those things don't guarantee your spot in heaven. Those things don't save you. God's grace saves you. And there's not like a tally sheet that God has and he's like, okay, she gave to charity, check. Oh, wait, she just cursed. Erase that. Like, that's not how it works. And growing up, I thought that's how it worked. You know, I would see like people going to church and being like, oh, they're going to heaven. Or I'd give a dollar to a homeless person. I'm like, I just secured my spot in heaven. And I'm just and then God was just like, when I gave my life to Christ, he was like, no, baby, that's definitely not how that goes. And I was like, okay, so how does it work then? Like, how do I earn my spot? Like, how do I earn my spot how do I not even just earn my spot but like how do I get in your good graces and he's just like you don't have to do anything you just have to accept my son and I was like wait stop what do you mean like there has to be a catch and he's like there's no catch literally accept Jesus Christ and accept the gifts that come along with him like grace being one of them and now this is not for anyone to be like "Ooh, I don't have to read my bible or "Ooh." I can still go out and party and do whatever I want to. That's not, like I said, like a go ahead. But it's just letting you know that there is nothing that we can do to earn our salvation other than accepting the fact that we're saved by grace. And that might be like kind of hard to hear because it's just like too good to be true. Like, what do you mean? And I was like that too because I was like, nah, there got to be something. So understanding that God's grace is not something that you can earn can put some ease in your mind because like I said if you're trying to like please God with your works you could work all you could do whatever you think you're doing for God and he's gonna look at you like okay I appreciate it but that's not how you're saved and like I remember like There would be nights where like I'm like super, super tired and I'm just like, uh, I do not really feel like reading my Bible tonight. And like I'll go to sleep and I'll wake up the next day and I'll like read extra. And God is like, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm trying to make up for yesterday. And he's like, there's no making up. Like my grace is sufficient. You got tired. You went to sleep. 
But like, even if you would have read 20 pages before you went to sleep, you would still be saved if you read one chapter. And I'm just like, hmm, really? And like, that's when I started to realize that like, I can't earn God's love. I can't earn his grace because it's a gift. He already gave it to me. All I have to do is accept it. All you guys have to do is accept it. God's grace is there waiting on the table for you when you accept Jesus Christ. No works, just his grace. There is nothing that we can do to earn God's love because it's already there. You know, I feel like it's so different to have a love like that because, you know, on earth here, we have to kind of like earn our spots in people's lives and... I understand how like that setup could like make us think that the God is the same way. Because if you think about it, let's say like you're at work and you have a manager and you're trying to get promoted to a next level. You're going to do everything possible to make sure that you get to that next level. You're going to take out the trash. You're going to wipe down the counters, depending on the job, obviously. You're going to compliment your manager. There's things that you're going to be do to earn your manager's favor so you can get to that next level. But you see, the difference between God is that no matter how much things that we do or we don't do, we're not going to be able to attain his grace by doing works. Because grace. Mic drop. <laughs> grace. If you feel like you're not deserving of God's grace. Let me just tell you right now that it's true. We don't deserve it. But don't you ever for a second think that just because we don't deserve it, that he's not going to give it to us. We have to understand that we're so used to earning people's favor by what we do for them. But we have to understand that there is nothing that we can do for God. So like I said, we're not deserving of his grace, but that still does not mean that he's not going to give it to us. Like that's the whole point is that we don't deserve it, but we're still going to receive it. And that resonates with me hard because like, man, like, wow, like God is really just out here just being so graceful. And then that brings me to where we talk about you know, we're supposed to follow Christ's example and he's so graceful to us. We have to understand that we have to have grace too. So grace is not just sufficient for you, sweetie. It's sufficient for the person that cheated on you. It's, a first, it's sufficient for the person that lied to you. We have to show grace and mercy the same way that Christ does to us every single day. And it can be so hard to just be graceful to certain people because it's just like, dang, why did you have to do me like that? But then we have to remember that like, man, at the end of the day, we all need grace. So we can't really pick and choose who deserves it because if that was the case, then a lot of us would be on our way to hell. Play, like, I'm sorry, it sounded so bad, but it's the truth. If we picked and choose who deserved grace, I promise you there'd be a lot of disappointed people because ch chances are we wouldn't be in those like, we wouldn't be in that category. So the same way that God gives us grace, we have to be graceful to one another and forgive each other for our trespasses that we've done. So there's another verse that I wanted to share before like I close out and it goes, 
My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made in perfect weakness. And that's from 2 Corinthians 12, 9, 12 verse 9. And I love that because it just shows that when we're weak, that's when God's power is actually being like in full effect. When we're at our weakest point, when we're at our low point, when we're at our God, I don't deserve you point. That's when he's like, you know what you do? And let me show you how much you do because here's some grace for you. Here's some grace for you to move and realize that there's nothing you can do to earn my love because you've already earned it. And I'm just like, wow. Because when you think about it in like relationships, like I said, with other people, like we got to earn our spot in people's lives with what we do. But we don't have to do that with God. There's nothing we can do for him and he still don't care. He's like, you know what? I still love you guys. That's my dog for real. Like, that's slap. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you made it through the end, I am so grateful for you. Because I know there's a couple people who just do not finish watching these. But it's fine, honestly. As long as you hear some of the truth, I'm grateful that you guys are here to watch. I'm going to go ahead and close out with a short prayer. So bow your heads with me, please. Father God, we want to give you thanks right now for your grace and for being so sufficient to us. Lord, help us to be graceful as you were graceful when you walked this earth and as you were still graceful to us in heaven. Father God, we pray right now that you we will just understand that there is nothing that we can do to earn your love. But instead, Father God, all we can do is accept it and accept your son. Thank you so much, Jesus Christ, for what you've done for us. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, amen. Like I said, thank you guys so much for watching and I'll see you guys in the next episode.